1: Jesus stood out in his world, not because he made a show. He refused to make a show. At one point, they tried to get him to put on a show, and he rejected it. He he said, a perverse generation seeks after a sign. Jesus stood out in his world because he lived this principle out with perfect integrity, perfect discipline.
0: Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that Jesus didn't blend into a crowd. Jesus stood apart from the rest. He stuck out in the best way possible. Jesus didn't go along with the culture of the time. In fact, Jesus went against the culture of the time. Pastor Robert will also encourage you to be like Jesus and go against culture and stand up for what's right. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. His love is the
2: main thing.
1: John 15, 11, Jesus said, These things I've spoken to you, that my joy may remain In you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I've loved you. Now, now listen, we talked about this before. If you weren't here, please, you need to get that CD too and listen to it. John chapter 15 is just packed. Your Father wants you to experience fullness of joy, He wants you fulfilled. And his message to you and to me is that our human tendency is to go about it all wrong. We try to take it, push ourselves forward, make it happen, put ourselves in front, prioritize our own personal kingdoms. And he says, you'll you'll never get there that way. You'll never find the fulfillment. You'll never find the joy. you'll You'll never get there. You may get a lot of stuff, but it won't make you happy. You'll never get there that way. The way you get there is by surrendering. It's by loving. It's by choosing your brother's interests above your own. It's by choosing the needs of your sister in Christ ahead of your own needs, your own interests. Jesus said, the only way to find your life is to lose it. He who seeks to save his life will lose it. He who seeks or, you know, loses his life for my sake will find it, Jesus said. What he's telling us here is, is that when you will live as he lived, never focused on himself, always focused that way and that way primarily, When you do that, you'll find fullness of joy. Now, I was thinking about that, and you know, have you you ever taken like a a measuring cup? You know, there's just one marinade that I like to make for steaks that you have to put olive oil and and soy sauce together. You know, you you take like a quarter cup of olive oil. How do you know exactly a quarter of a cup? I was thinking, I know it's just me, but I was thinking about it the other day. You can pour into it, and you can bring it right up to the top of the cup, but then you can always add like a teaspoon more, just a little bit more, and you'll see it kind of crest, and and it's, okay, it's going to drip over the side now. When is it full? God doesn't have that problem. When he says this is how you get fullness of joy, you can't get any fuller when he's finished. You with me? It's fullness of joy. It it is true personal fulfillment. You see, Jesus stood out in his world. Not because he made a show, he refused to make a show. At one point, they tried to get him to put on a show, and he rejected it. He, he, He said, A perverse generation seeks after a sign. Jesus stood out in his world because he lived this principle out with perfect integrity, perfect discipline. Now, you and I can't do that because we're not perfect people, right? But If you're his, his spirit lives inside you, and therefore you're not off the hook. You're not off the hook. Just because you'll never be Jesus, just because you'll never be able to do this to perfection, it doesn't mean you're not supposed to be aiming toward it. You are. You are. Because your coworkers and your family members and, and some of the people in your life, the only Jesus they're ever going to see is the one you demonstrate. It's the life you live. And what he says clearly in the in the word is that you know they'll know your mind by the love that you have for one another, the way you live toward one another. The decisions that you make toward one another, the attitudes that you have toward one another as Christians, people will look at you and say, now there's a real Christian. I want to know the Jesus she worships. When we live like this, we stand out for all the right reasons. Jesus was striking in his selflessness, in his compassion and sacrificial behavior, before he got to the cross, he stood out a leader because all of his choices were in obedience to the Father. They were never focused on what he wanted, what he needed. They were not self-centered. They were not self-seeking. They were always selfless, always sacrificial. The fourth point, Paul says, you need to examine yourself. And the time to do it is when we, when we have the communion time. You know, we gather together the first Wednesday night of every month. Excellent opportunity to remember what he did and why he did it. He did it for the joy that was set before him. He knew this is going to be worth it. This is, this is going to be worth it. And so he allowed himself to be broken for you. He presented himself to be brutalized, tortured, and executed for you, for the joy that was set before him. He knew it would be worth it. And he tells us, if you'll follow my example, your joy will be full. You will be fulfilled. If, on the other hand, you fail to discern the body. Now, in in this context, failing to discern the Lord's body I think he's talking about you fail to realize that when when you mistreat a fellow Christian, you're mistreating Jesus himself. When you have a bad attitude toward a brother in Christ, you're misbehaving toward your master. You know, when, when Saul set out with letters to go after Christians and arrest them, Jesus stepped into his world on the road to Damascus, blinded him, confronted him and said, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul said, who are you? I'm going after these guys, these Christian fanatics. And Jesus said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. When you put yourself ahead of another person in the body, when you envy them, when you're rude to them, when you, when you mistreat them, you're in danger of being punished. I'm not talking about hell and neither is this passage. Look at it again. Whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. In other words, he said, some of you the Lord has just taken home. Some in in your body, some in your Christian group have died because they didn't understand this. I have an uncle that I'm I'm sure, He, he loved the Lord. He had a relationship with Jesus Christ. But he fell in love with a woman who wasn't his wife. He entered into an adulterous relationship. He got caught. And it was so interesting that not long after he got caught, he had a heart attack. And he had one of the very early bypass surgeries that was done. And they finished it. Baptist Hospital in Atlanta and told him you're going to you should live another 42 years. He was only 42. You should live another 42 years as long as you take care of yourself here. Everything went great. That night he died in his sleep.
0: Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert.
1: Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we talk, we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just a uh, dinner together, Um, in a group setting every Thursday night you do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics what is Christianity but you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and and get to know so if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area reach out to us MainThingRadio.com
0: Thanks Pastor Robert for more information visit MainThingRadio.com that's all we have time for today but thanks for tuning in Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.